Hi, I'm Samantha Varner, and this is the She Needs Grit podcast, the show where I dig into how to prioritize profit in your business and build an empire using grit and strategy and doing it in a simple, no BS kind of way. Let's get started. Hello, I am so excited to get into this episode today. It is near and dear to my heart, you guys. So I hope that this really resonates with you. We're going to talk a little bit about motherhood and business. So I know that not all of you out there that listen to this podcast are moms, but I do know that some of these things transition over, right? So I want you to buckle up, pay attention, and let's talk a little bit about some of my suggestions that are how to smooth that work mom chaos. (laughs) I'm going to start today with a little explanation as to why this topic came up. So I am in the recording studio getting ready to um, put out some podcast episode recordings today and I am missing field day for my 10-year-old who just had a birthday and my 8-year-old. And that's hard, guys. I am not going to lie. I have managed in my life. um, I have been a mom now uh, 14 years. So maybe I'll do just a little backstory. Okay, so I've got four kids. My daughter just turned 14 in February. And my three boys are now 11, 10, and 8. So that means I have two kids that are still in elementary school and two kids in junior high. And next year, that's all going to change again. But for right now... I've got two kids in each school and there are always events. There's always stuff going on. And as a stay-at-home mom and then very much a part-time business owner, I was able to really be flexible. And for the most part, I still am. I do really try to work my kids' important things into my schedule. But this week, it wasn't going to happen. I have too much work going on. I was already at second grade red carpet reader for Harrison this week. And so I'm here in the podcast and they're doing sport day. And I'm not going to lie, it doesn't feel great. But I do know that that is the reality for so many of you. And I want to just reassure you that you're not alone. And let's talk a little bit about some of the things that I have structured in my life to try and alleviate this. And then we're going to talk about how we can be kind to our mom selves and make it so that the kids get on board with that too, because that's important, right? We are all building businesses to create lives, right? I talk a lot about making sure that your business life is supporting your life life, because that's the reality. Life comes first, but the reality is also sometimes work comes first, so Let's hop on in. I've got 10 things here that I think make a big difference in my business and my life, and I wanted to share them with you. So the first thing is really looking at work hours, and I'm going to talk about this from the experience I had when I really started working more than full-time or more than part-time, sorry, in my business. I was working right up until the second that the kids got in the door, and that was not working. They wanted to run in. They wanted to tell me what their day was like. They wanted to share it. Of course they did. And my response, not all of the time, was excited that they were there because I was knee-deep in whatever the task was I was doing. So now I build in a buffer. I make sure that 
I stop the work work part of things that I need to be doing before they get home. And I often try and be in the kitchen around folding laundry, all the other things that have to get done so that when they come in, I can give them that undivided attention, even if it is for only 10 minutes before I have to go back and do a bit more work. And that has made it so that I can embrace them coming home and be excited and not kind of be a little bit pissy about the fact that they're interrupting my work time when all they want to do is share their day. So that's a really big one. I think allowing for the unknowns and having a plan for that, that's really important. If you have kids, you know as well as I do how often things go sideways. Mom, I don't feel good. Mom, I have a headache. Mom, can you come pick me up from school? I fell down the stairs. Yep, that's me. That was a couple weeks ago. And you know, sometimes it is you have to drop everything and you have to reschedule and you have to replan. And I think being fine with that is important. I think everybody that I work with knows, and a good majority of them are moms, they know that I am flexible with that, right? That I can make allowances for the fact that we all have things beyond just the work tasks. But having a plan as to maybe it's a negotiation between you and your spouse, who is going to do this? How frequently can I take time off work? What thing is super priority in my business today? Can you stay home with them? Or can you go pick up that kid and take them to the, you know, ER while I'm here? You, you can negotiate all of those things. So I think allowing for the unknowns and just accepting that they are part of being a parent who works makes life a lot better. I think that we can all just roll with it a little easier when we don't face it with surprise. Like, what do you mean you're sick today? That's not going to work for me. It happens, right? And we have to roll with those punches. So number three, I think doing things for your future self is really helpful. And I do this in a lot of ways. And when I'm on in my life, I feel really good, right? And just like everybody else, that humanity kicks in and sometimes I don't do this as much as I should. So this is a reminder for me this week as much as it is you. Do things in advance that your future self will appreciate. So if you know that looking at the calendar, you've got a heck of a schedule and dinner's going to be impossible or um, you're going to forget to do homework with that kid because you've got to get that one to soccer and this one to robotics camp. Yeah, this is my life, guys. So I do things like I plan meals ahead. I pre-cook things. So I will do like a big slow cooker of shredded chicken. And then I'm able to make a number of different meals a lot faster than I would be if I had to like cook the meat part of it. So looking at your life, that's going to be individual for each one of you. But look at your life and see, are there places where this makes sense? Can I weave in some carpooling for sports so I'm not doing all of the driving? Can I pre-plan what the snacks are after school because I know the kids are going to want them and if they're all sectioned out, then there's less arguing or less asking for a thousand snacks. Can I set up a very strict, this is the time we do homework in our house so there's no arguments or at least less arguments. All of those things, grocery delivery, planning meals ahead, having an idea of what's coming up to be really busy in a week and what days you can take a little bit more space, that's massive. And I tell you, on those weeks that I have done that for myself, it makes a massive difference in how put together I feel, right? How much I feel like I'm not 
just the chaos coordinator. It makes a big difference. Okay. Number four, this is a big one. And I think sometimes we forget that we have lots of little places in our lives where we could get some work done. And that work might be actual work for your job, for your business, or it might be work for things you have to do in your life. So for me, one of the things I do is on the days that I have to pick the kids up in carpool line, you sit there forever. Anybody who is a carpool parent knows it sucks. You sit there, you're wasting time. Um, it feels like a waste of time. So what I have taken to doing is what can I do? Is there a course that I'm taking that I can listen to? Is there a podcast interview I have coming up that I can listen to that person's podcast and be prepared? Is there social media captions that I can just write out in a notebook real quick while I'm sitting there? Can I draft up some ideas using the voice memo on my phone? All of those things, if you think about the jobs that you have or the the ability you have to be doing just little pieces of things in the little pieces of your life, you can get a lot done, a lot done. But sometimes it takes that forward thinking. So I really recommend make a little list of what can I do for the 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, and have that on your phone ready to go so that you can take advantage of those times. The other thing is sometimes take those times to be like I'm reading a fluff book or I'm listening to music really loud or I'm going to shut my eyes and nap. That's valid too. So the other thing that I wanted to mention, so this is number five, is knowing your rhythms. And when I talk about rhythms, I'm talking about actually a couple of different ways to think about this. But if you are a person who has a period There are some rhythms to what your month looks like and when your energy levels are higher or lower and how that can impact your productivity or your outgoingness or your desire to do things. Work within the rhythms of your body for one. Then work within what your days look like and when you are most energetic or most able to do the hard work or most likely to have quiet to do the hard work. So I am a big fan of the Pomodoro technique, which is doing 25 minutes and taking a break. So you very clearly illustrate what you want to achieve in that 25 minutes, and then you take a break. And for me, my best work time almost always is one of two times in the day. Kind of from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning, my kids have gone out of the door, I have some quiet in my house and I can sit down and really bang out some work. Or later in the day, I am a big fan of like the seven to nine window. The kids are often finished homework. If we're not doing sports and I'm not sitting in my dirty minivan, then I have some time where they have their own space. I have mine and I can get some quiet work done then as well. Another time that I really love is early on the weekends. I don't know about the rest of you, but my ability to sleep in now is terrible. I don't know whether it's having had kids, being now 42, I'm not sure. But something has affected my ability to sleep in. And so what it means is, as my kids have gotten older, they're sleeping later. And they're way more competent in the mornings. So early mornings on the weekends, if I'm not out at sports, I can often be found in my office and I can get a ton of stuff done because there's no incoming emails, I'm not getting phone calls, and I can just focus. So find the rhythms of your body, find the rhythms of your day-to-day life, 
and make sure that you're doing the hard work in the time that you need to, not spending it falling down that rabbit hole of opening your emails or responding to Instagram messages. That can be done in those little 10-minute nook and crannies. Number six, this maybe should have been number one, but I want you to really look at your way of deciding what you need to do in a day. So for me, I am a list person. I am a lover of paper and pen lists. I have them everywhere. It's not the most organized system I've ever seen, but it sort of works for me. But when my list is 52 items long, and once I get going, I get going. Do you guys do this? I end up with like a house list and a kids list and a work list. Yeah, you kind of have to take the pen away. So shorten your list. What are the actual priorities to have to get done in this week? That's it. And then give yourself permission to be finished the tasks for this week. There's always more to do. There's always something else, right? But if we can get those big move the needle actions forward, can we get those done? That makes the difference in our business. And a lot of the stuff on that list, that's not move the needle. It's really not. Look at your list, I promise. Okay, number seven is I have a giant whiteboard calendar that is in my kitchen. And I try to keep it updated. And the reason I do that is because all of my tiny humans and my husband can read. So I don't have to be the person who keeps all of these things in my brain. I have a lot of people in my family and a lot of people expect me to know all of the things all of the time. And as our lives have gotten a little bit busier, as the kids have gotten bigger, I'm starting to realize it's too much for my brain. I can't just be the daytimer for everybody and like verbally spit out all the things all the time. I miss things. I forget things. I'm a human. So this whiteboard helps. I also CC my husband now on every single kid thing in my calendar because then he knows what's coming up. He knows when we need to go to things. He knows if he ends up taking the kids to something, he has all of the information without having to ask me multiple times. This feels better to me. So I strongly recommend a whiteboard where your kids can look at it if they can read. Um, Once they get to that point, it makes it easy. I, I have seriously considered, and I know friends that have shared calendar apps with kids as they are now getting to the point where they have a phone so that things can be on there. And honestly, a huge portion of this is pushing some of that responsibility onto your kids as they get older to manage some of their own schedule and maybe just CC you into their events. So we'll work on that probably starting next year when Cass goes into high school. She will be a little bit more able to do that and to keep me in the loop so I feel like I still have my finger on the pulse of what she's up to. Okay, number eight. This one's also so good. I hope these are helpful, guys. I They're helpful for me to remember and probably do this week. So there's that. Um, ask for help. Ask for help. There are people in your life that are willing to help you manage some of what ends up being just a lot. There are people that you can hire to deliver your groceries. There are meal plans that you can have brought to your house so that they're available and super easy. There are people in your house, if you are in a relationship and you have a co-parent, there are people you can ask for help. 
There is no award for being the superhero mom who does it all and loses her mind. That is not helpful. Or the superhero dad who does it all and loses his mind. That's not a thing. So if it is you need to find a way to make more money in your business to pay for more help, and that might be for daycare, for helping somebody get to soccer, for organizing carpools, that might be for meal plans or a house cleaner. There are always ways around doing everything yourself. You just need to figure it out. You just need to be creative, right? So maybe you have another friend who has a business as well and has little kids. This was something I did when I had little kids at home. And we used to exchange kid care. So it was a situation where it was like, if you take my kids for three hours on Tuesday afternoon, I will take your kids for three hours on Thursday afternoon. And what that meant is each one of us carved out three precious hours of quiet we were able to build our businesses in. There is always a creative way to find more help and get more time back in your schedule and just feel less chaos. Okay, number nine. I want you to remember that your kids want to see you happy. They want to see you successful. And do they want to see you at every little thing that the school does? Probably. Do they understand if you can't come? They do if you do it properly. So I've been talking all week to my kiddos that I wasn't going to be able to make sport day, that I knew it was coming, but that I had work to do, that I had interviews planned and I had meetings booked and I wasn't able to make it. And there was some pushback, right? My youngest wants me to be there all the time. And he said, well, couldn't you just come for a little? And I said, well, here, let me show you my day. And so I pulled out my calendar and he said, oh, you don't even have time at all, mom. And I said, I really don't. I'm sorry. But this week has been very busy for work. And he's like, well, you were at the second grade thing on whatever day that was this week. Tuesday, maybe, I think. Um, That's okay, mom. You came to that. That was my most important thing. They understand. They get it. They might not like it, but they can understand that it's not always possible for us to be there and that we'll prioritize what they feel is super important. And you can remind them about all of the things that you do show up for, right? So I want you to really, really take that to heart and bring your kids into those discussions and let them know Let them know you're finding your schedule to be very busy. You can't come to these things. Or let them know you're finding life to be very busy and you need them to help around the house, right? They live there too. And as they get older and older, they're more and more capable to help. And when they're little, they're often very willing to help. So let them feel like they can be part of the solution and it makes a big difference. Okay, number 10 tip, guys. This is This is the one. This is the critical one I want you to like marinate in. Let go of the mom guilt. It is a preconceived, made-up, fake thing. We do not have to feel guilty for the fact that we are working in our businesses to provide for our children and thus are not available to do all of the things that we cannot. We're basically feeling guilty that we can't be two people at the same time, which is insane. None of us have figured out how to clone ourselves. Therefore, it's not something you can fix. I try very hard. And yeah, do I still have moments of it? For sure. Do I wish I could do all the things? I do. 
But I also know that that doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve my kids. And one day these kids are going to grow up and hopefully they're going to have thriving careers and businesses or spouses that are doing the same. And I want them to be understandable about the fact that there can be a little bit of give and take in a life that's full, that's rich, and that by building a business, we're not taking away from our kids. We are providing them amazing futures. But in order to do that, we have to do the work. So I hope today was a bit of a hug maybe around you if you're feeling that guilt around not being able to do all the things. Or maybe it's just like, yeah, hell yeah, me too. Life is busy. It can be hard. We have a lot of moving parts. But we can set ourselves up for success with a little bit of a plan. And I hope these give you some ideas of plans or things you can do in your life that might alleviate some of that. So until next time, you guys, thank you for listening. Please share this episode with a friend, even if that friend is not a business owner. This is probably relevant to just about everybody out there that has offspring. All right, take care, guys. Talk to you next week. Are you ready to build your business to six figures? Then you need to book a profit assessment with me, Samantha Varner, Profit Coach of She Collective. Discover how working with me as your profit coach will change the trajectory of your business. Using my proprietary crush formula, I help you identify and renovate the areas of your business that are holding you back from creating the money you know is possible. Book your call at bit.ly backslash profit maker call and let's get started. All right, that's a wrap for this week. You know that my favorite thing to do is talk shop with driven entrepreneurs building profitable businesses, which is all of you guys. I love all of the feedback that I am getting from you and the comments. Please keep them coming. Rate or review the show in your podcast player. This allows other gritty women to find this podcast and create their best business life too. As always, come and visit me on Instagram at shecollective.biz or B-I-Z if you're in Canada. We'll talk soon.